In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The Lord be with you. Welcome to our Sunday celebration of Mass. Today the Church celebrates the Feast of the Most Holy Trinity. In this feast we are reminded that we know God's face, we know his name, we know the way that he acts. As we begin our Mass then we gather once again in the tender love and mercy of God and we once again call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you my brothers and sisters that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words in what I have done and in what I have failed to do through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. And may Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to peace, people of goodwill. We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you, we give you thanks for your great glory, Lord God, Heavenly King, O God, Almighty Father, Lord Jesus Christ, Only Begotten Son, Lord God, Lamb of God, Son of the Father. You take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. You take away the sins of the world, receive our prayer. You are seated at the right hand of the Father, have mercy on us. For you alone are the Holy One, you alone are the Lord, you alone are the Most High Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit, in the glory of God the Father. Amen. Let us pray. God our Father, who by sending into the world the word of truth and the spirit of sanctification, made known to the human race your wondrous mystery. Grant us, we pray, that in professing the true faith, we may acknowledge the trinity of eternal glory and adore your unity, powerful in majesty. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, for ever and ever. A reading from the book of Exodus. With the two tablets of stone in his hands, Moses went up the Mount of Sinai in the early morning, as the Lord had commanded him. And the Lord descended in the form of a cloud, and Moses stood with him there. He called on the name of the Lord. The Lord passed before him and proclaimed, Lord, Lord, a God of tenderness and compassion, slow to anger, rich in kindness and faithfulness. And Moses bowed down to the ground at once and worshipped. If I have indeed won your favour, Lord, he said, let my Lord come with us, I beg. True, they are a headstrong people, but forgive our faults and our sins and adopt us as your heritage. The Word of the Lord. To you glory and praise for evermore. You are blessed, Lord God of our fathers. Bless your holy, glorious name.
You are blessed in the temple of your glory. You are blessed in the throne of your kingdom. You are blessed to gaze into the depths. You are blessed in the firmament of heaven. A reading from the second letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, we wish you happiness. Try to grow perfect. Help one another. Be united. Live in peace. And the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with the holy kiss. And all the saints, saints send you greetings. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. And Jesus said to Nicodemus, God loved the world so much that he gave his only son so that everyone who believes in him may not be lost but may have eternal life. For God sent his son into the world not to condemn the world but so, so that through the, him the world might be saved. No one who believes in him will be condemned but whoever refuses to believe is condemned already because he has refused to believe in the name of God's only Son. The Gospel of the Lord. The recent ongoing riots across America have arisen because of the death of a man called George Floyd. This man, as you know, was held down by police, by a police officer kneeling in his neck and causing his death by asphyxiation. But I think everyone realises that this event has only been a spark that has ignited a deep-seated discontentment and anger that has never quite been resolved, that has led to these protests and riots. People of colour, who once knew slavery in the country, have inherited its children, poverty, prejudice and institutional racism. And on this occasion, from the organs of the state and the federal government, who are meant to be defenders of the poor, violence and brutality, there has been a grumbling discontent that has erupted to the surface. Such a situation forces us to shine a light in dark corners, to examine slavery, where prejudice and institutional racism comes from, and what has formed these attitudes, and how and why people are still poor. The Catholic Church down through the centuries has often had very little to say about slavery, accepting it simply as part of the society in which we lived. Certain passages of the Old Testament seem not only to accept slavery, but to sanction it. In the New Testament, 
slaves are told to be obedient to their masters. At best, the Catholic Church has seemed to be critical of the excesses of slavery. The Church itself particularly railed against baptism, uh, which uh, uh, the, the baptised uh, people could not be slaves. And of course that became an important thing for those who were indigenous people in colonies. If they were baptised, they could not be slaves and endure this fate. But when the trade in slavery was stepped up, the voice against slavery became muted and confused, for whole slave societies were formed in Catholic-run colonies. Illness and sickness ran through these colonies, making a fresh supply of slaves urgent. The transatlantic slavery from Africa began, and it began bringing in huge amounts of slaves from African countries. Voices against what was called unjust slavery were raised, although not often listened to. People calling for the freeing of slaves had their writings, believe it or not, put on the index of forbidden books by the Vatican. Franciscan missionaries calling for the emancipation of slaves in North America were excommunicated. Even in the 19th century, religious orders had slaves, and despite a growing movement against slavery, one of the popes of the time said it is not against divine law or natural law to buy or exchange slaves. But at the end of the 19th century, we see Pope Leo XIII commending popes who took a stand against slavery. The American theologian Avery Dulles sums up the Church's position exactly like this. The Catholic Church was part of a slave-holding society. Even popes and religious orders had slaves. No great figures in the Church were unqualified abolitionists. No pope and no council made any unqualified condemnation against slavery. The only thing that was sought to question especially was what they termed unjust enslavement of conquered peoples and the infamous slave trade that followed. But often that voice was muted and confused. It seems unthinkable for us who have lived in the 20th and 21st century to think that all of this would be the case. It is easy for one age to condemn another, to pick out the scelf in another's eye and ignore the plank in our own. There is perhaps plenty in future times that people might wonder what we ourselves have done in these times. Squandering massive amounts of money on armaments, pointless wars, world trade that keeps the poor hungry and the rich fed, proxy wars that kill hundreds of thousands of people. But it is hard, isn't it, to think that the church could not see the savagery and human misery of slavery and not be clearly against it. It appears to turn a blind eye and at even times to sanction it. The children of slavery are poverty, prejudice and institutional racism. There are many forms of slavery. There are many types of chains that are forged by blacksmiths. 
There are many things which keep people poor, discriminated against and subject to illegitimate violence. A young boy walks in his neighbourhood and is shot because he is a person of colour. A man has his neck stepped on because he is a man of colour and those standing around are indifferent. It can't be right and it makes you wonder where it comes from. But looking to history, you see exactly where it comes from. It has deep roots that are burrowed in society and culture. People very often are either blind to these inequities or sometimes too afraid to speak out against them. The church itself is in the world, but not of the world. It's all too human and flows through the ages. But it should never lose its prophetic voice. The voice that appeals to people's conscience, the voice which speaks up for the poor and the downtrodden, the voice that says what is right and clearly what is not right. It shouldn't have its voice silenced or blunted by trade-offs with this or that. This prophetic voice should always place us on the right side, maybe not the popular side or the majority side but sticking up for people who have no voice and who cannot breathe. These events take place in this Sunday in which we are marking the Feast of the Holy Trinity. In this feast we believe that we know who God is, how he works, his ways, we know his name and we know his face. His name is love, his name is justice and peace. His ways are justice, love and peace. He delights when those who live do justice. He favours the poor and the downtrodden. He defends the widow and the oppressed. We know his name. We know his ways. We are told how he acts. And he commands us to speak in his name and to be his witnesses. These in many ways are times in which we are called on to be light of the world and salt of the earth, to act with justice and to do justice. This is one of these times. Black lives matter, poor lives matter, forgotten people's lives matter, all lives matter to God. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all ages, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, consubstantial with the Father, through him all things were made. For us men and for our salvation he came down from heaven and by the Holy Spirit was incarnate the Virgin and became man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried, and rose again in the third day, in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, 
who with the Father and the Son is adored and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I confess one baptism for the forgiveness of sins, and I look forward to the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. confidence we make our prayers now to our Heavenly Father for all our needs. For those who experience prejudice because of the colour of their skin, that they will be set free from the chains that bind them. For those who are oppressors, that their eyes may be opened to the injustices, the injustices that they do. And for those who are the slaves of today, that they may be set free from the chains that they wear. For all suffering from the virus and for the many people infected and for all those who are caring for them. For children and young people at home that their education may progress and that they may continue to learn. And for, those, for all those who are helping so many people to get through this pandemic that they may be blessed for all their work. And for all who have died. Mary Gardner, Michelle Torley, Mary Doherty, Bridget Doherty, Bridget McKenna, and all those that we are asked to, to remember. Lord, hear us. Heavenly Father, we ask you to listen to our prayers, which we make with ever-growing confidence, through Christ our Lord.
Pray now, dear brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Sanctify by the invocation of your name, we pray, O Lord our God, this offering of our service, and by it make of us an eternal offering to you. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For with your only begotten Son and the Holy Spirit, you are one God, one Lord, not in the unity of a single person, but in the trinity of one substance. For with you, for what you have revealed to us in your glory, we believe equally of your Son and of the Holy Spirit, so that in the confessing of the true and eternal Godhead, you might be adored in what is proper to each person, their unity in substance and their equality in majesty. For this is praised by the angels and archangels, cherubim too, and seraphim, who never cease to cry out each day with one voice as they acclaim. Holy, holy, holy Lord God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the fount of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them with the dewfall, so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and once more, giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly we pray that, sharing in the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. And remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world, bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, Joseph, our Bishop, and all the clergy. And remember also all our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. And have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her spouse, the blessed apostles, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life 
and we praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. We pray with confidence to God our Father in the prayer that Jesus has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days that by the help of your mercy we may always be free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not in our sins, but in the faith of your Church, and graciously grant her peace and forgiveness, which you have promised. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed.
Let us pray. May receiving this sacrament, O Lord our God, bring us health of body and soul, as we confess your eternal Holy Trinity and undivided unity. We ask this through Christ our Lord. And we continue to ask Mary's special help and protection for us in these days. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Just before the final blessing, just to say a few wee words of information for you. Already, perhaps, in the news, if you've caught it this morning or if you catch it through the day, you'll see that there's an indication in the church in England uh, that they have already uh, been given a date in which the churches can open that. That's not quite the case here, uh, but we are making uh, progress, if you like, in preparing uh, for the opening of churches. Uh, so there will be a date that will be given in the, in the future about that, but we're not quite there. But I want to just give you a wee bit of advice uh, with regard to that and information. Uh, we've already been given things uh, uh, to indicate what we should be doing. So if you have Facebook, then please do look at Facebook, which gives you more details than I'll give you at this moment. Uh, so the opening of churches will be, in its initial stage, an opening for private prayer only. Uh, there'll be no public uh, worship or public services as yet. Uh, but there are stipulations that we have to uh, make uh, for the church, uh, that when you enter the church, you have to cleanse your, your hands at the entrance, and as you leave the church, you have to cleanse your hands uh, once again uh, with, the, uh, with the, the things that are available for you there. Uh, the thing that you'll notice when you get into church is that the church itself will be reduced in size number uh, with regards to seating. Uh, they reckon that only uh, 20 or 30 percent capacity now uh, will be allowed into the church uh, because of the two meter uh, gaps that have to exist between uh, people. So uh, that uh, effectively means only 90 to 100 people in the church uh, uh, will be allowed to be there. So what the church will be recommending is that uh, if you're coming to church, uh, especially for the public worship kind of side of things, then uh, there will be a booking system uh, which you can uh, do through phone uh, or through the internet and we'll kind of keep you informed about that. Uh, so just to uh, give you that advice as well. And when you're coming to church, uh, you must have a mask. Uh, everybody must have a mask. Uh, so uh, um, because it's a, it's a public space and there's a chance of uh, infection. So everyone must wear a mask mask if they're coming uh, to the, the public building which is the church so you have to uh, remember that and um, so uh, there will also be all sorts of other things uh, uh, with regard to uh, the opening of the church it will be phased uh, so that means that there will be uh, a period in which there will be private prayer no public mass or, or, or anything uh, and then there will be a kind of a second phase in which uh, the public mass will be allowed at the, the weekend and then uh, maybe through the weekdays as well. Uh, but you have to observe all of those particular things that the, the uh, that were required in order to be a public space and to allow, public, uh, to allow uh, people to enter into it. Um, and one of the things that I would say to you today especially is that you, you uh, will need to volunteer. Uh, the church has to be cleaned after all of the, the services. So after one mass, 
it has to be immediately clean for the next mass that will follow. So uh, we have to have a kind of team of volunteers that 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 will uh, pass keep uh, for the people, but also clean the church uh, after each individual service, uh, and that's very important. If we can't provide those things uh, in sufficient numbers, if we don't have the teams that are kind of trained for it, then we won't be able to have uh, the public masses themselves, our public services. So we need those volunteers for people to step forward and to offer their services because if we only say maybe got enough for one mass then we could only have one mass. If we didn't have enough for one mass then we couldn't have uh, the mass itself. So it's dependent on the volunteers uh, that step forward in order to do the particular services. So the particular services would be pass keeping, making sure that, that, that everybody knows where they should be. Uh, I, uh, and, and people uh, to clean the church after the after everyone has left. So it's a very particular set of circumstances that we're that we're asked to do. And, and in order to do those things, that's the only reason uh, why we can we can open. If no one volunteers, then the church itself can't open. Uh, if we only have a small amount of uh, people that uh, volunteer, uh, then uh, what we can offer will be reduced qu consequently. Um, so. Uh, just to advise you of that, that, that all those things are dependent on on people stepping up to the plate. Um, I can't kind of pass keep. Uh, I can't clean those uh, chairs for you. Uh, I can't do all those things. Those, those need to be uh, what you do, and, and and it's dependent on 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 you stepping forward. And I know that 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 will entail certain things for you. You you need to be uh, available for that if you like, in terms of your own health and so on. And uh, uh, and the risk kind of factor as well, so uh, I, I'm very kind of conscious of that. But but all those things need to be in place uh, for the other things to take place. The Lord be with you, and may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Go forth. The mass is ended. <laughs>